two episodes in one day? It must be Christmas. You're listening to That Music Podcast with Bryson Tarbett, the curriculum designer and educational consultant behind That Music Teacher and the Elementary Music Summit. Each week, Bryson and his guests will dive into the reality of being an elementary music teacher and how music can truly be transformative in the lives of the students you serve. Show notes and resources mentioned in this episode can be found at thatmusicteacher.com. Before we dive into the real meat of today's episode, I want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by the Repertory Detective Challenge. This free five-day challenge is designed to give you a head start on building a song collection that's going to streamline your lesson planning and reduce the need to work outside of your contract hours. By the end of the challenge, you'll have a wealth of new repertoire and pedagogical concepts at your fingertips, ready to be used in your classroom. Don't miss this opportunity to simplify your workload and inspire your students with fresh and engaging music. We're going to be starting the challenge on Thursday, January 12th, and it is not a challenge you're going to want to miss. To learn more about the Repertoire Detective Challenge, head on over to thatmusicteacher.com challenge. All right, so we are going to go ahead and talk a little bit about a song collection. And I know that I've talked about this before, but I really can't get over just how important it is and honestly just how much it's changed my teaching. Um, And it's really just made me find so much more that I can do within a lesson planning session because I feel like I'm not starting from scratch. Uh, Full disclosure, when I started teaching, I was writing lesson plans, what it felt like constantly, Um, especially in my district. You know, I I have the wonderful pleasure of being able to see my kids every three days, but that means they need a new lesson plan every three days, which is a wonderful double-edged sword to have. Um, But when I first started teaching, I really struggled with when I'm lesson planning, figuring out what I was going to do and how I was going to teach it, right? We've all been there. But I was able to start realizing that I was doing a lot of the same things over and over again. A lot of that was trying to find new songs, trying to find new chants, trying to say, all right, well, you know, this thing says that we should be doing dough this week. Well, what do I know with dough in it? And you're really just trying to piece everything together. Um, my The summer after my first year of teaching, I started my master's degree working in my Kode levels. And we started doing our song collection, obviously. And I'm not here selling you, you need to go do your Kode levels. I mean, you should. Um, but I'm, what, I'm, what I really want you to get at is, whether you have an in-depth song collection as in-depth as you know you would obviously do if you're going you're doing your Kodai certification or even if it's just a binder where you throw things that you get from a a conference having a song collection especially having a song collection that's well organized that when you sit down to lesson plan you can really have a place to start at least so that you're not sitting there watching that cursor blink just waiting for you to figure out where you're going to start It's definitely been a long process to get here, but I can gladly say that at least for the most part, I do not work on school things at home. I am able to get the majority of what I need to get done as a teacher done during my contract hours. And I know some of you are going, well, that means you're missing something. That means you're, you know, doing something or not doing something or, you know, there's no way I have too much to do. And I fully understand that. And it's a whole bag of worms we're not going to get into too far today uh, when it comes to working outside of your contract hours. But what I have been able to do over the past few years is really streamline the processes of collecting songs and doing my lesson plans so that when I'm sitting down to lesson plan, instead of taking multiple you know, days to get one lesson done, I'm really able to rock out, you know, maybe half of a week's lesson in one day, uh, lessons in one day. And that's where 
that, that kind of builds over time. And obviously, you know, I'm able to, st- no, I don't have to start from scratch necessarily anymore when it comes to my lesson plans. I can kind of build on the foundation. But all of it comes down to the song collection that I've been able to have. It truly is time saving. Being able to quickly find and access your songs really makes lesson planning easier. And it's also just so efficient. Having everything in one place, having you know, when, whenever you go to a conference, you're able to throw this new stuff into this binder. You know, even if you're like, hey, you're going to be extra special and you're going to put it in alphabetical order. So at least it's easier to find, you know, have that is a great way to instead of putting it in a folder that you're never going to use again. And then someday you're like, oh, I heard that song at a conference. I wish I would have done it. I totally forgot about it. Uh, but what is really great about having that song collection is it takes those 40 minutes or 30 minutes or however long your plannings are, and it really lets you get so much more done because you're not scrolling on Pinterest trying to find a new song for Doe. You're going, opening up your binder and saying, all right, I have this song the kids have been working on. It knows this, this, and that. I would love to add this next element on top of it. What songs do I already know? And if you can't find anything in your collection, then you can go into Pinterest. Then you can reach out to people and then add to that collection. And every time you do that, you see how it builds on top of each other so that every time you're doing it is an investment rather than just getting the lesson plan done. So if you've kind of followed along my song collection, my song collection looks really nice when you print it out because I did it on a program um, that I was required to do, um, required to use for masters. Full disclosure, do not use this program. It is not worth it. It's incredibly expensive. Um, and I honestly, you don't need to have a song collection that is so in depth that, you know, you could get a Kodai certification on it just to be in the classroom. Having that 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 collection that I use is, is very helpful. But if you're not wanting to do that Kodai stuff, don't. Just collect your things in a way. So here are some ways that you can organize your song collection. And I want you to take anything I say with a grain of salt and do whatever you want. (laughs) Really group it however you want. Organize it in a way that works for your brain, your students, and your teaching situation. So first of all, you could group your songs by theme or topic. So maybe you have holidays or seasons or emotions or, you know, animals, things like that. Um, You could definitely use some of your digital tools, you know, using a folder on a computer, using music streaming apps, make a playlist on Spotify if there's anything that you have like listening examples to. Um, I know for a long time, my song list was literally just a Google sheet Um, and it was super simple. It said name. Uh, you know, like name of the song, what grade knows it, and when did they do it last? That was the old, like that my first year of teaching, I literally just had a list of all the songs we did so that my second year of teaching, I could go back and say, oh, these, these kids should know this song. Or maybe they, you know, even if they forgot it, they've had experience with it. Um, but as much as I love digital things, I think having a, a physical binder or folder with the printed stuff is really helpful, especially when you're in that lesson planning setting. Um, I know we've all been there when we're s- sitting down to lesson plan. We finally have our prep period and well, the Wi-Fi is down. So we, we can't access any of our online things. So having something like that can be really helpful. And it's also just a great way to use, a great thing to use, you know, during your lessons if you need to, to kind of feedback on. Um, so what I really love about a song collection is that it is yours. The song collection that I have will never match exactly anyone else in the world, which I think is really, really cool. Um, And your song collection is going to be the song collection that you as the teacher, you as the content expert have said, I found this song. I found this chant. I think it will help my students do X, Y, Z. And you've included that into your curriculum. Because let's be honest, nobody talks about the fact that we as music teachers are building curriculum day in and day out. I'm not saying that other teachers don't work hard. I'm not saying that we don't have it great because we don't have to teach teach a boxed curriculum. 
But the flip side of that coin comes to the fact that we are constantly iterating and reiterating on curriculum. And that can be exhausting. So save yourself some time, save yourself some energy, invest your time, work now so that over the next 30 some years of your career, you can really reap the benefits of that investment. Build a song collection that works for you and your teaching situation that allows you to streamline your lesson planning process so that you're not sitting there watching that cursor blink thinking, I'm not going to finish this lesson plan and my class is just about to come in. So if this is kind of a topic that you would like to dive deeper in, I really hope that you'll join me in the Repertoire Detective Challenge. This is something that I've been kind of developing over the last couple of months. And honestly, I am so excited about it. It's five days of training, five days of community within a Facebook group that is just for this the members of this free challenge. And we're really going to share our favorite songs, share the way that we use them. But I'm also going to take you through the process of how you can create a song collection, how you can find things, how you can make sure that they are authentic, how you can make sure that they are truly being used in a way that's the best for our students. And that is what this challenge is about. I really hope to see you in it. Again, you can learn more at thatmusicteacher.com slash challenge. And if you have a teacher bestie that you think would love to kind of deep do a deep dive into this repertoire with you, send them that link over there. We'd love to have them inside the challenge. It's going to be a wonderful time. And until then, I'll see you soon.